welcome to the Rock Your Wedding Biz podcast with your hosts, wedding planner and educator Renee Dallow and blogger and social media strategist Mindy Marzek. Listen in as they bring you the best, brightest, and most honest industry advice on the internet. Their mission is to help you, wedding rock star, work smarter, not harder. Hope you're ready because it's time to rock your wedding biz. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Rock Your Wedding Biz podcast. I'm Renee Dallow, and I'm here with Mindy Marzek. Woo woo! We're doing it. We're doing it. This is our intro podcast. Yeah, our first episode. It's happening. If you're listening to this, you either know us or you're wondering who are these chicks. We're going to tell you. We're going to tell you all, all about us, all about what this podcast is all about, why we're doing it, why we think that it's needed in the wedding industry space. All these things. Yeah, all these things. So yeah, let's talk a little bit about why you and I, I mean, we'll, we'll get into who we are later, but most people who are listening to this first episode already know us. I hope. I hope. Yeah. And if you don't, hey, guess what? You know us now. Yeah. You're, you're about to, get to know us really well. Hi, new friends and old friends. Yeah. New friends and old friends. Um, let's talk a little bit about why we wanted to start this podcast even in the first place. Yeah. Because um, we've got stuff to say. I'm yeah. <laughs> no, we do. I mean, we, we do. do. We get together and we talk a lot. Yes. We we're both podcast junkies, especially Correct. podcasts. Mm-hmm. And we kept we would we would say to each other, Oh, have you listened to such and such podcast? And the other one would be like, Yeah, but I don't like this about it. Or I don't like that <laughs> about it. We're really judgy. Yeah. Um <laughs> So then in, a, day, in a productive, supportive way. In, yeah, in a very supportive way. Uh, but so one day it was just like, we should do our own podcast together. Right. Well, because we, we always meet up and we do sort of like brainstorming sessions or Mindy and I have been doing um, like a staycation work sesh where we'll put ourselves up in a hotel and just like get to work on things. And uh, it's always really motivating. And I always learn something from talking to Mindy. And then the joke became like, every time we'd go to lunch, I'd be like, someone should be recording us. Yeah, we're brilliant. Right. And then we figured we should record us because that's how it works. (laughs) (laughs) You got to do it yourself sometimes. Right. The business lesson number one. Yeah. Do it yourself. If you learn nothing else from this podcast, you got to do your own stuff. (laughs) Amen. So yeah. And so that's how the Rock Your Wedding Biz podcast was born. Yay. And now we're here. It'll be the best podcast of all time. We are so humble. Yeah. You guys. No, we we actually are. This is is a big cover up for how kind of nervous I am for our first podcast thing you know you know starting something new is always a little bit nerve-wracking you know like will anybody listen right will people find us interesting will I curse too much and (laughs) give us an (laughs) e-rating yeah that's another thing we're we're gonna do our very best to keep this rated pg because we know that a lot of you out there are probably listening to this on the go like maybe you're listening to it in your car with children around And we want you to be able to listen to it wherever. The problem with that is, is that we both love to curse. I mean, it's like my favorite thing. Yeah. So I'm from Brooklyn, you guys. It's really hard for me, (laughs) but I'm going to try for you. I'm going to try for Mindy and for everyone else. We're going to try really hard. And the other thing is that we, 
neither of us really want to do a lot of editing. So we're, <laughs> real talk, we're both, we're, just, we're, we're busy honest. people and we don't, yeah. yeah. So uh, I, we're going to try to not curse and I'm going to try to improve my, my public speaking skills using this podcast. So nice. bear with me, you guys. I love it. That's a little bit of what to of how, of how this podcast got started. Um, we should talk about ourselves, our favorite subject. <laughs> we I, feel, should. I feel like I've been talking a lot. So why don't you, Renee, first tell us about how you got into the wedding industry or give us a little bit of your self-employed background. Sure, sure. So my name is Renee Dallow. I am the owner and lead planner of Moxie Bright Events in Los Angeles. We are a uh, boutique wedding planning company. Uh, we plan all over the place, uh, specifically mostly in Southern California, uh, Joshua Tree, Palm Springs, Los Angeles. Um, the goal is for us to become a destination wedding planning company uh, because I'm obsessed with travel and need to do more of it and would love for someone to pay me to go travel places. Also, I'm originally from New York City, but I've been living in LA for about, wow, 17 years now, which seems Whoa. crazy to me, yeah. right? Like, how did we get here? Yeah. <laughs> um, so I, I've always had a little bit of the wanderlust and um, mostly because I think my first, my first professional job was as a musical theater actress and I toured the country for four years in various musical theater shows. And so I, I've been everywhere, but I haven't really seen everywhere because when you're doing work like that, you really are only just seeing the inside of your tour bus and the inside of a theater and your hotel room. And that kind of is how it repeats <laughs> for years on end. And then you're like, hey, wait, I've been on the road for three years. <laughs> yeah. But what's funny, I went to see a show on uh, Saturday night at uh, Long Beach, at uh, Cal State Long Beach or University of California, Long Beach. And they have a performing arts center called the Carpenter Performing Arts Center. And when we pulled up, I looked at the building and I was like, this place seems weirdly familiar to me. And then I like <laughs> didn't think about it again. Then we were sitting there watching the concert and I'm looking up at the lights, yeah. like at the, and I'm like, oh, I've played in this auditorium. Like I performed here, but it wasn't until I saw the lights, like the, the grid of the light that you would see if you were the performer looking out because we had pretty good seats. So I could kind of turn my head and look back. And I was like, oh, I recognize I those lights. Here. Yeah. That's yeah. so funny. Yeah. It's a really weird part of my my backstory is that like, that was my life for several years. Anyway, I digress. As an actor, the cliche goes that you spend half your time working in restaurants, which was 100% true for me as well. Uh, in and out of New York. Well, actually all my restaurants were in New York, but because I was in and out of New York doing, doing work, doing tours and dinner theater and regional theater, um, I would just, you know, get any job I could in the restaurant industry. And because of that, I've literally done everything. I've been a bartender and a waitress and a hostess. And I used to make, at one point I was making salads in a kitchen and I've literally done all the jobs. When I moved to Los Angeles, I kind of needed a break from acting because I had been off on the road for so long that I was like kind of burnt out. I got a job working at a restaurant um, in mid city LA, which was a brand new restaurant opening corporate restaurant, but they had an entire floor of banquet spaces. Like the whole, like the bottom level is a restaurant and the top level is a venue basically. Mm -hmm. And I, again, worked literally every job there. I started as a hostess. And by the time I left, I was the, I was the venue manager. Oh, wow. And so it occurred to me at, in those years that I worked there that I really liked doing parties. I really liked doing events. I just didn't like being in the same building all the time. Yeah. Yeah. I can see how that can get a little boring. 
Well, it was it was just like being on tour, right? You, yeah. I got to I got to go to all these different venues, some of which I don't even recall. Um, but the work was the same. Yeah. And it's so funny when I when I think about it like that. I think my my life as a wedding planner is so similar to my life as a musical theater performer, in the fact that like when I was a performer, I was creating a little world. We would live it for a few hours. We'd tear it down. We'd go to the next place and do it again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that's literally what I do as a wedding planner. You know, I set up these beautiful events for people. We live in them for a few hours. At the end of the night, I tear it down. Yeah. I go home the next weekend. I do it again. So um, that's kind of, that's the really short version of how I got here. Yeah. And I, because I've known you for so long, which we should uh, a little bit, we'll talk about Yeah, that's about a good story. Know. But because I've known you for a while, when I met you years ago, you had a different business. I did. I did. But you were service-based. Yeah, you've always had kind of the entrepreneurial bug. Yeah, you know, I didn't know that I did. I just know that I'm I'm kind of bossy and I didn't really like working for other people. <laughs> I didn't know that had a name. <laughs> yeah, you're an entrepreneur. That's an op- entrepreneur. <laughs> I was like, I prefer this. Yeah. And then everyone's like, you're an entrepreneur. And I was like, really? Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, that sounds good. But you you have that combined experience of working in the hospitality industry and creating right. lovely events for people plus running your own business. And then all of a sudden, boom, it was after your own wedding, right? That you realized like, this is the thing that I should be doing with my life. Well, what's funny is, so I didn't get married in Los Angeles. I got married in Philadelphia. And so I hired a wedding planner in Philadelphia and um, she was amazing. She's amazing. Shout out to Erin Proud, Proud to Plan. We're going to have her as a guest on the podcast because I want to pick her, that woman's brain like crazy. But um, Erin was amazing somewhere in the midst of my wedding planning, she asked me, why aren't you a wedding planner in LA? And I said, oh, well, because there's a million of them. And she said, who cares? Mm -hmm. There's a million people doing everything everywhere. Like who's, that should not be the reason that stops you. And it stayed with me. Yeah. Like it's so simple to say that now. And people listening are probably like, yeah, duh. But in that time of my life, in that moment, what I needed was someone to say that to me. Yeah. Yeah. And then it stuck. And so after my wedding, when I went back to the business I was running, because uh, I took I had taken like two weeks off, my then husband, you know, my husband, my, who was my boyfriend, then he was my husband, he said, like, why are you so depressed? We just got married. And I said, I don't want to go back to work. Aww. He said, he said, well, that's crazy. You you own your business. How, do, how could you not want to do yeah. it? And I said, I don't want to do it anymore. And he said, okay, well, what's the exit strategy? How do we get out? How do we get you into the next thing? And he's the most supportive person in the whole world. Yeah. Um, and so we just kind of figured it out. And then six months later, I had sold my other business and went full time with Moxie Bright. Well, not six, I guess it was nine months from the day we had that conversation. But yeah. six months from the time I started Moxie Bright in earnest when I launched my website, six months later, I was able to quit my other business. That's an incredible journey. It's crazy. It's crazy how fast everything has happened. And I, I love hearing that story because it just goes to show that if you just work really hard at the thing that you want, you can do it. Yeah, I always say running a business is the same principle as losing weight in the fact that people always go, every time someone has lost weight, right? Because I've had weight problems my whole life, up and down, up and down. People go, oh my God, how did you lose weight? And I always go, yeah, I stopped eating junk and I started running. It's really hard. <laughs> and people stare at you like, where is there no magic pill I can take? And it's the same with business. Yeah. Everyone's like, oh my God, you've had such fast growth. How did you do it? I'm like, I work like a dog every work day. Work really hard every day. Like there is no secret. Yeah. You have to do the work. Yeah. Yeah. I, that, that's my 
And that leads us to this rock your wedding biz, which is going to be a lot of a lot of real talk and uh, not a lot of fluff. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's, <laughs> we're going to tell it to you straight. That's one of the things we talked about. It's just like, you know, up front, you know, I listened to a new episode and I, or of a, a new podcast and they just like be talking gibberish up front. And I'd be like, nah, get to the get to the business. Yeah, that's when I go skip, skip. I put you on two. I put you on two times speed up. <laughs> Don't put us on two times speed up because then you might lose some stuff because I talk a little bit fast as it is. And then we'll sound like chipmunks. Sound like chipmunks. <laughs> <laughs> so Mindy, how did you get started? Oh. Tell us about you. Yes. Okay. So I'm Mindy Marzek. Uh, I run, well, I have two businesses, kind of. I Not kind of. You have two businesses. I have, okay. So. I know. Okay. I have two businesses. My, I'm a full-time blogger at thisfairytalelife.com. And then I also run Joy Social, which is a social media strategy. I do social media strategy and consulting for people in the wedding industry or any type of creative industry, blogging, etc. So uh, I used to work in corporate America. I was really unhappy. Uh, but I just I, you know, I, I went to high school, I got a full time job right after didn't really have money for college. Uh, just went straight into the workforce and just assumed that I would be working in a cubicle for the next 40 years. <laughs> and then uh, I, we got, my husband and I got engaged. Uh, this was in, oh gosh, do I want to say the year? This was in, nah. <laughs> this, was, years this was a few years ago. This podcast <laughs> will be timeless and I will never age. Uh, okay, so we got we got engaged years ago, and uh, we started planning a wedding at the Disneyland Hotel, which was I'm a big Disney fan. And uh, I really wanted to get married somewhere on the Disneyland property, like before I even met the guy I was going to marry. And so we started planning our wedding at the Disneyland Hotel. And there was just like no information available online about getting married at Disneyland. And I was a big fan of wedding blogs. And so I thought I could start a blog and and write about our experience with getting married at, at the Disneyland Hotel, and maybe it will help other people. So I did that. I started just a basic free blog and started writing stuff down and people started finding me because they were also getting married at Disneyland and couldn't find any information about it. And this was before... Disney Disney weddings had their own blog or Facebook page or Twitter accounts. Uh, yeah, they're kind of tight-lipped about it, or at least they were. They were. They're a little better now. It's it's been, as I said, it's been a few years, uh, but they're they're definitely better about it now. But this was back before, and they had they had blogs in other departments, but their wedding stuff was all kind of a big mystery. I wonder why. Like, what's the marketing strategy behind that? It sounds yeah. it sounds so counterintuitive. I, I'm I'm not exactly sure. I want to I, I I want to say that all of the fan blogs like mine helped create more clients, and then they were like, "Oh, we need to step up our game." But right, you were doing the job for them in a way. Probably giving myself a little too much credit. Uh, <laughs> but uh, so I started this blog, and then it you know the blog became a Facebook group and an Instagram account, and uh, all of a sudden there's just hundreds of brides and grooms uh, following my blog and writing guest articles for me. And it's been really, really cool. So then we got married and obviously I, I didn't have any type of planning to write about. So my blog became more of a lifestyle travel 
blog where I wrote about any traveling we were doing, um, my favorite recipes, just kind of like anything that I thought was interesting. But my most popular stuff was always and continues to be uh, information about getting married at Disneyland. So I'm always going to have that aspect of my website, even though I have, it's been a few years since I planned our wedding. Right. But your guest bloggers do such a good job too. Yeah. So every year we, we have contributors who uh, are pl- currently planning their wedding um, either at Disneyland or Disney, Walt Disney World or Disney Cruise. I, I welcome anybody to apply uh, or even just having a Disney themed wedding, uh, not at a theme park. But uh, oh, yeah. yeah, so so they do they do a great job of um, writing for me and writing these articles and and I get to kind of live vicariously through them because <laughs> I do miss wedding planning. Uh, yeah. I've always <laughs> been obsessed with weddings. I you know, I was as a little girl, I would buy wedding magazines instead of buying like the teen the teen Vogue or whatever, whatever other people were buying. I just I've always been obsessed with weddings. So, uh, so I had the blog and then I, I, because of the blog and because of the wedding vertical, I was friends with a lot of wedding vendors and they just kind of started asking me for help, um, with their social media and their blogging. And that turned into joy social, uh, where I do consulting, uh, for social media and how to write blogs and yeah, all that stuff. So I love it. That's me. I love it. I love it. And then we met. Let's tell them yes. that quick story. This is a good story. Uh, I don't even remember what year it was now. It was several years We're ago. We're not talking Let's just keep saying several years ago. Several years ago, uh, um, there was a workshop, conference, retreat. I don't know. What do you call Camp Mighty? But it was called Camp Mighty, and it took place in Palm Springs every year. And at the time, I had a, a very tiny wedding blog uh, that I was trying to write as I owned my other business. And while you were planning your wedding. And yeah, while I was planning my wedding, I think I start, actually started the blog before Joe and I got engaged because I'm crazy. Uh, no, because people kept asking me for wedding advice because they knew I had worked at a venue. So um, the other part of my story is that like I, I, before when I, when I started my business, I had already planned, you know, something like 30 weddings in my life because I had been doing it as a hobby for so long. So I had this wedding blog and I would follow all these other wedding bloggers like Meg Keen from Practical Wedding and um, Ariel from Offbeat Bride. And they were always talking about going to Camp Mighty. And I just really wanted to go. Um, and then one day the tickets went on sale and everyone blogged about it. And I, I literally like, it was like 8 a.m. I was just drinking my coffee. I was barely awake and I was putting it on my credit card because I was like, I'm going. <laughs> You're doing it. I just, yeah, something in my gut was like, you have to go to Camp Mighty this year. And so I did it. And then I'm not really on Twitter anymore. But back then I was like, you know, something would happen and you'd go to Twitter to search the hashtag to be like, who else is doing it? I guess people still do that. I just don't. And, um, and I searched the hashtag Camp Mighty and I found my tweet. (laughs) So I also, before Renee and I met, we kind of had this parallel where we followed all the wedding blogs and I had just started my blog. Uh, Well, maybe it'd been like a year or two. And we followed all the same people on Twitter and we followed, we read all the same wedding blogs. And I also drank the Camp Mighty Kool-Aid and wanted to go to Camp Mighty. <laughs> and, uh, and it was, I, I'll say up front, it was a, it, it was not the experience I thought it would be, but it ended up being a really, really good experience and a good thing for my life. Yeah, I agree. I would feel, I feel the same exactly. Yeah. Way. So uh, I really wanted to go to Camp Mighty, but it was expensive and I just 
I was new to blogging and I didn't really have the fun. I couldn't justify spending the money on it uh, because there was registration and hotel fees. So I, it's a little, I feel a little embarrassed about this now, but I set up a GoFundMe and my idea was if people wanted to sponsor me to go to Camp Mighty, uh, I would, I was hoping that some of my, my wedding industry friends would uh, sponsor me and I would in turn put ad space on my website for them. I'd either write an article or I'd put a banner ad back when banner ads were popular. <laughs> right. uh, so I, we're dating I ourselves. Know, you know, can figure out the year for the things we're uh, saying. So I was, so I was <laughs> hoping what my, my hope was that maybe a couple of my wedding industry friends would donate to my camp mighty experience. And then I would, you know, in turn, do something for them on my blog. But what happened was, is a lot of just my friends, my parents, my, my boy, at the time, my boyfriend's parents, uh, just donated small amounts without, they didn't want anything in return. They just, you know, I'd get $20 here, you know, $50 here. And I was just really, really blown away by it. And what happened was, is I, at the time, I was also doing intern work for Broke Ass Bride. And so Dana from the Broke Ass Bride tweeted my GoFundMe link. Yep. And that's how I saw it. Use the Camp Mighty hashtag. And Renee found that tweet and made a donation to my GoFundMe. But it was a tiny donation. But I just like I read your thing and I was like, well, of course she should get to go. Like, what's I mean, honestly, like I spend $20 on worse things. And so I was like, yeah, I'll donate 20 bucks. So to a complete stranger, she do- she donated. <laughs> I mean, that's, it's, that's pretty amazing. And when I saw it, I mean, I, I couldn't believe that, you know, someone just found me on Twitter and was just like, I'm going to here's 20 bucks. Good luck with your, you know, hope to see you there. And it's just like, oh my gosh. So we started chatting a little bit on Twitter and found out that we lived like five miles from each other. Yeah. <laughs> and so we were like, well, we should carpool to Camp Mighty. Because it was in it Palm, was in Palm Springs, Springs, so it's like a two-hour yeah. drive. So, and I was just, you know, it's, it's, it's a bit of a risk, but I read her blog. She read my blog. You feel like you know somebody. <laughs> I was like, I promise I'm not crazy, which is the thing crazy yeah. people say. So. <laughs> but then we did we did that drive and it was great. Yeah. It was awesome. What's funny though is that we did that drive together. We roomed with different people. Yeah. So we we like checked in with each other at Camp Mighty. Like, how's it going? How's it going? Are you okay? You're yeah, okay? Yeah, you're a person then, like, I recognize. Yeah. Right. But like we didn't get to like really talk about it until the two hours, two hour drive home. Yeah. And I remember being like Hey, why didn't I spend more time with this person at Camp Mighty? Also, it was like a very overwhelming experience because everything was happening kind of all at once there. Yeah. Um, but I remember like the whole ride home, I was like, oh, we had the same slightly disappointing experience here. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So we had, yeah, we had the two hours there and then we had the two hours back to talk. And yeah, I don't know. We just, we really had a lot in common and, and I was really inspired by Renee being self-employed and I really wanted to get out of the corporate world. And yeah, that's just yeah. that's how it all started. And then the funny side note to all of this is that Dana, who the, is who's the broke ass bride, I mean, she's not anymore. She still has the blog, but she doesn't go by that moniker anymore. Um, Dana was a guest, you know, and she attended Camp Mighty. Mm-hmm. And she and I, you know, 
I had spoken to her several times before that, but that was the time we really got, had like a more in-depth conversation. And then a few years later, um, I think two or three years after that, I planned her wedding. <laughs> her That's right. Wedding. I forgot all about that. Right. So when I think about Camp Mighty, I mostly think about you and I, Mindy, but then I have to think about all these other sort of ripple effects yeah. that, that came out of that weekend. I mean, and honestly, you know, Meg Keen from A Practical Wedding was at that weekend and I planned her mother-in-law's wedding last year. Oh my gosh. I forgot about that too. Yeah. It's, yeah. Life is very strange and circular and you never know. It's so weird. I'm, uh, I'm so grateful that Renee made that donation to a random stranger on Twitter one day because look at us now. Look at us now. Look at us now. Owning the world. All right. So, <laughs> uh, so that's us. That's us. And uh, we're actually, what we're going to try to do with this podcast is keep our episodes a little bit on the shorter side. We, we want to go between like 30 and 40 minutes for each episode, mm. um, which is for me personally, that's my ideal podcast length because that's how long I do my walks every day, 30 minutes. That's how long it takes me to walk my dogs. That's my podcast. There we go. There we go. <laughs> so, uh, so we're going to try to keep it 30 minutes um, ish. So we want to wrap up this introduction episode uh, by giving you some ways to keep up with us, keep up with our podcasts, keep up with our our businesses. So first of all, you can go to rockyourweddingbiz.com and you'll find information about us, about every episode. There should be a blog post that correlates to every episode ideally there should be but don't judge us if there isn't because we're busy yo yeah we we don't yeah (laughs) we fully admit we don't quite know what we're doing yet so uh bear with us uh so so transparent (laughs) hey i am all about transparency and helping each other no we also have an instagram which i'm sure we'll post to more than the blog let's be real yeah so you can find us at rock your wedding biz easy to remember we also have a mailing list which will hit you up with a little email when we post a new episode yeah and not an obnoxious amount of emails but the right amount exactly and if you go to the website there'll be a sign up there and uh we just want to acknowledge a couple people real quick yes trista with alter image photography uh took our photos for the website and we're and she's super rad and awesome. You should all hire her for your wedding. Yes. And then uh, we took our photos at Digiland in Burbank. And so we want to say thank you to them for letting us use their awesome space. Yes. And we didn't go inside the venue because we wanted to use the colorful mural walls. Yeah. But the actual venue at Digiland is amazing. It's kind of a blank canvas. You can make it your own. It's kind of like the best of downtown LA, but in Burbank with parking and um, better atmosphere. <laughs> with parking. Yeah. That's the key. Yeah, parking. It's like a you can't find any parking. It's downtown, a downtown yeah. LA venue, but with parking in Burbank. Yep, love it. Yes, and then also we have to say the thing that every podcaster says, which is please subscribe to our podcast on iTunes and leave us a review. Yeah, leave us an honest review, you guys, because we need. That's how most people find us. We need to know. Yeah, so the more reviews we have in iTunes, then like the better we'll do in their algorithm. Maybe. Yes. I think that's how it works. And if any of you listening, friend or new friend, have an idea for a podcast that you'd like us to, you know, to tackle any kind of topic, um, let us know. We have a Gmail account you can email us at, or you can just go through the, through the website and email us. Um, We have, you know, we have our ideas, but we'd also love to hear feedback from all of you guys. What do you need more of? What do you need advice on? 
What do you want us to dish about? Like, tell us all the things. We want to hear it from you. Yeah, definitely. So we plan to to launch this podcast with three episodes. And then after that, it will hopefully be weekly. We plan on yep. doing it weekly on Wednesdays. So our, our goal is to have a new episode for you every Wednesday morning. Yay. And uh, just one more quick shout out. Mr. Joe Dallo, who did our oh, introduction. That's my husband. That's Renee's husband. So thank you to him for uh, the super profesh yeah. introduction uh, that you'll hear at the start of every episode. Yay. I think that's it. Episode one. That's it, guys. In the can. Thanks for spending time with us yeah. today. Thank you so much, you guys. And we will see, see, you, next time. see you on the next episode. Thank you for listening to Rock Your Wedding Biz. This episode is sponsored by Moxie Bright Events, wedding planning for creative couples and industry education for creative event planners. Also sponsored by Joy Social, teaching smart social media strategies for awesome business owners. You can find Renee online at moxiebrightevents.com and reneedallow.com. You can find Mindy online at joysocial.net. Jump into the show notes at rockyourweddingbiz.com and don't forget to subscribe on iTunes. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you next time on Rock Your Wedding Biz.